filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Jesse, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow! Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good size twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Welcome back to Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. And here we are working our way to double digits, minute 10 on the docket here this evening, following up our minute 9 discussion. And once again, not a ton happening, not too much to talk about, but, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. I don't think we'll find a miraculous content provider that is Bill Paxton's music career. But, um, you know, Martini Ranch is something that I'll never forget. I'm so happy. I'm so very, very happy. I mean, we might have to sample a few more of those uh, kicking Devo-type tunes. It was impressive. I mean, I, I the the album art was something, but then the music really just, just blows you away. It really does. Do you think he was proud of those like you think he's like guys check out my music video. you don't think he should be proud of those I I, proud i'm just wondering if he like promoted himself with those like made it part of his portfolio or i'm if, pretty sure it's what got if, him the role in twister i was just wondering if like later in life he was like dear god i hope no one finds that personally i think he has nothing to be embarrassed about i think it was fantastic wonder if martini but... ranch is on itunes well too bad we don't have access yeah. to the internet 24 Someday maybe we'll out. know. I don't know. But let's take a look at the next part of the movie. Again, we're talking about minute 10 here on episode 10. And you know, hopefully we'll find something that we can latch on to to discuss here. Show me 60 evening. seconds of magic here. All right, here we go. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, I said so. All right, well, here you go. Hit play. Hi, Joey. Hey, Bill. Hi, Joe. Hey, Bill. I'm happy you found us. How you doing? It's going good. See the sky today? Yeah, she's, uh, she's really talking. Hitch. It's the biggest series of storms in 12 years. One lined up right after another. NSF South says they've never seen anything like it. Is that right? So, Joe, about the divorce papers. Hey, Joe. Got a Oops. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. 
Hey. Hey, this, uh, you know, this thing's acting up again. There's focus like mount's jammed. There's focus mount. There's grass in the autofocus. Did you check this? You have to check it. Check. Can I clean it out? Not unless you want to sketch the tornadoes. All right, so there it was. Minute 10 for your listening pleasure. A lot of hellos in that episode. Hello, hello. Hi, Bill. Hello. Hi, Joey. Hi, hi. Hi, Joe. That's about it, though. I don't know so much else. That, you know, we, Bill we get, walks from one side of the parked car lot to the other. <laughs> the one side of the farm that they're not allowed to be at, but just happen to roll up to, where those men on horses are wondering why they're there. Well, they're shooting a movie, so they probably... Well, that's probably why they're yeah. supposed to be there. But we do see, get to see Bill and Joe, you know, meet here, talk on screen for the first time. See a little more of Helen Hunt's fantastic hair. Wonderful, wonderful hair. Um, We see... A little bit of a, a bit of meteorology here. Yeah, they talk about it slightly here. Let's see if I can pull it up here. How you doing? It's going good. See the sky today? Yeah, she's. Uh, we can pause she's it really there. talking. Pitch. You want me to pause it in the storm? That's what I meant by pause it there. Hmm. Okay. And then you. How you doing? Going good. Yep, the sky today? So you can pause it there. Well, I thought you figured you wanted the lightning. I missed it anyway. No, I don't need the lightning. Okay. I just want to like dissect the anatomy of this supercell. Supercell thunderstorm that's already mature, but it's sort of a, a classic setup. Now a lot of this is obscured by the heavy rainfall, but you get the sense of a very large anvil cloud, which happens whenever. Um, thunderstorms build rapidly to the point where they hit uh, either the the top of a stable layer, the atmosphere, or like like an inversion, or they'll hit the top of the troposphere, and the cloud can't rise any farther, so it spreads out. And uh, so that's what gives it this classic anvil shape. And you get the sense by the shape of that that there's a little bit of rotation. A supercell thunderstorm is a rotating thunderstorm and you see the heavy rainfall um we get a few bolts of lightning for some snazzy snaz in there but voila that is a mature supercell thunderstorm uh one of the things she says uh a couple seconds later here is that um nssl says they've never seen anything like it so if we remember a few minutes ago in the movie they um we saw the nssl which is the national Severe Storm Laboratory. Laboratory. Um, we talked a good while about them. We did. Right? She was lady that uh, had the cat lady. cats yeah. on her monitor, yeah. But they both... Uh, they Everyone is wearing dungarees. Well, we talked about how the set decorators did a good job because the Ooh, Skywarn yes. sticker was in the background and they had a lot of the... Well, I mean, it's not like they're propagating the 90s. That was what computers looked like then. But um, yes, we remember NSSL. Yes. So they've never seen anything like it. Biggest storm system they've seen in 12 years, one lined up right after the other. It's that line that I want to dissect for a minute here. One lined up right after the other. Do you remember from your meteorological classes, Joe, in college, which we both majored in? Accurate. Why No. supercells nope. tend to line up, quote, one after the other? No. Cannot tell you. Okay. Not even a little bit? Not even a little you have, a, you have a degree. I think it's hanging it's in here not somewhere. Hanging. It's not hanging here. I'm not sure where it is. Okay. Good. Four-year education. It's been 13 years since I, I had remember. to use any of that. You had an extra two years of study. Yeah, 
but I haven't used any of that in my career. I'm not a meteorologist, despite what Natalie says every time she gets a chance. <laughs> I think people that, like that she, adults that she meets, they're like, what does your mommy do? I'm pretty sure she says meteorologist. I think she says a water tester. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she says. She has said to me multiple times, but you're a meteorologist. I'm like, uh, no, I have a degree. Uh, never mind. At any rate. So no guesses as to why thunderstorms line up. Please enlighten me. I'm going to. So what goes up must come down, correct? Mm -hmm. What happens is you get a thunderstorm building. Warm air rises. It builds, it builds, it builds. Get a little puffy cumulus cloud, towering cumulus cloud, eventually a cumulonimbus cloud, which is a thunderstorm cloud. Might start raining from that thunderstorm cloud. Rain is cooling and it's moving downward, the downward velocity. It's pulling air with it as it goes down with its drag. That air that's cool and moving downward with that rain hits the ground, spreads out, and will eventually go back up again. It's sort of like this umbrella effect where... It doesn't just spread out and stay down, but it spreads out and forces other parcels of air that are ready to go up. They're buoyant. They just need a little push up into the air. This cooling air that's coming down from a thunderstorm hits the ground, spreads out. It gives those bubbles of air that are ready to rise a little push. And that little push is all those little buoyant parcels need to shoot up in the atmosphere, become a cumulus, towering cumulus, cumulonimbus. And go through that same life cycle. So what you often see is you see a mature thunderstorm next to a middle stage thunderstorm next to an early stage thunderstorm with some just happy cumulus clouds on the end of it. You almost see the life cycle of a thunderstorm lined up in the sky because the outflow from one storm helps to create starts the, the next thunderstorm. It. Then as that grows, the outflow from that storm helps to create the next one. So they do line up one after the other. So the next time you see on the weather channel or you open AccuWeather to check your local radar, you'll see little red dots on the radar, the little thunderstorms that everyone knows is like a classic. There's a thunderstorm coming radar signature. You often see them in a line because... The line is usually some forcing mechanism, either a dry line or a cold front that forced the initial air up. But then they, the thunderstorms themselves will form in a line because the outflow from one starts the next storm. So another thing that the, um, I guess, producers, script writers, you know, Michael Crichton and his ex-wife mm -hmm. uh, got right. Someone was paying attention. Well, yeah. I mean, she, yeah, sure. Yep. Blurp. What, you don't think so? Beep, boop. Um, I mean, I don't think that they didn't go into enough detail. Good enough, the theme, right? I mean, Good enough. The sentence, one lined up after the other. I just wanted to give a little context about how that happens. Not that it was right or wrong, just why, why we do see that in real life. All right. So we saw it today. You're right. You're right. So, um... We also see, oh, look, he's holding an anemometer. Oh, anemometer. Measures. Wind speed. I knew that one. So this is um character of Joey. I believe we're meeting him for the first time here. He is taking uh, atmospheric readings, 
like Kelly said, with the anemometer. And He's a got number that two pencil. Amazing thick laptop there on one of the uh, bitchin' nineties <laughs> vehicles in that wonderful poop brown color. Listen, everything about this is bitchin'. His hair, his hair, his is shirt, on par. That laptop, Billy's sport coat. So Joey is played by Joey Slotnick, who plays a variety of minor roles in very many television shows and movies he's very familiar when i see him i think of twister but i know he's been in a variety of other uh entertain entertainment properties so it is uh including now he uh, continues to act and is uh, a regular um you know small small bit player so we get to see him here for the first time in minute hey, 10 hey bill Notice it's cloudy again. Right. Hey, Joe. We saw beautiful blue skies on one side and then... Hey, uh, yeah. Over where Dusty is, 10 yards to the left, right. it's sunny. How you doing? It's going good. Good sky today? Yeah, she's, uh, she's really talking. Hitch. It's the biggest series of storms in 12 years. One lined up right after another. wonder how they came up with... Uh, uh, say it's best like in 12 years. Is that right? That's so what makes Joe, sense, about right? the divorce papers. Hey, Joe. Oops. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, hey, this, uh, you know, this thing's acting up again. I've got a Muscadine gym. State College There's grass shirt on. Did you check this? You have to check it. Check I have that shirt. Not unless you want to sketch the tornadoes. So they're uh, working on a camera, a DSLR. Mm. Apparently Can't not get, cleaned properly. Get grass in the autofocus. Grad students, man. Grad students. Probably maybe be a good time to point out because as we started this and I started Twitter and Instagram profiles and trying to follow people in the field, uh, meteorology, storm chasers, things like that, uh, found a lot of fans of Twister. No surprise there, but some like diehard super fans. And while we really, really love this movie, really enjoy it. We are certainly not one that like knows all the trivia about it or, you know, do you think? compared to the people that I've met and followed on these social profiles, we are nowhere close to uh, like, this is some people's number one movie and they, you know, watch it all the time. So you're saying while I know a lot about this, I'm still only adequate. Well, no, I'm not saying you're like, fan. you're like par or average. I definitely think we're above that mark. I'm just saying we're not top shelf. I don't think we're top shelf. I hate to, if I'm bursting a bubble, I'm sorry. I'm just mediocre. I don't know. That's pretty harsh. I, I strive for mediocrity. So. Well, you generally, generally one step past mediocrity. Mm. So that's, I, we're at least two steps, I think, here on our, mm. our facts and knowledge and fandom of the movie. But, you know, I, I can't name the actors in this movie off the top of my head. Like, I need to go back and look it up. Bill Paxton, lead singer in <laughs> Martini, Martini Ranch. Ranch. That is a great trivia question. I hope that comes up in trivia someday. <laughs> what game would we be playing that that would I come know, up? Sometimes I play trivia at the place with my friends. I, the, what would be a great, like, two truths and a lie? Like, about famous, like, celebrities, actors, athletes, like, make something up and you get Bill Paxton, you're like, oh, I got it. I'm good. Yeah. It would be harder to make up a lie. But it's almost like it's impossible to make up that name. So, like, you know that's the truth because no one could actually make up a name like that that's 
like on the off the cuff, just what what would be the name of Bill Paxson Band? Bill Paxson Band. No one would be like uh Martini Ranch. They'd be like uh Tornado Alley or well, could, what, Apollo what, what if you, Fourteen. What if you <laughs> took it? No, I was gonna say um, just like he started in the movies and then named three, but two of them he wasn't, and one he wasn't. Kind yeah, of thing. I know yeah. how to trip and all. No, I know, but I'm saying how I would arrange it so that you could throw in Martini Ranch, or mm. maybe don't say Martini Ranch, but you could use. He sang a song about a hot dog. I mean, sing. He. He cr- composed music about <laughs> a hot dog. Was it about a hot dog? Like, well, I didn't. I need to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're gonna have to do a deep dive. There was a just can't get Martini Ranch out a of lot our heads. to go on there. Yeah. So, was there anything else in this minute clip, the 60 seconds of Twister, that we needed to dissect? Lots of bales of hay in the background here. Hails of bay. I, I got it right this time. Hail, we'll see hail in this movie eventually. I mean, it didn't even sound wrong to me because we call Haley hails. Right, just I know. Like, that's just, a word just that's all over in the my place. vernacular. Right. So... Um, um, I didn't, I mentioned it at the end of episode nine and I forgot to then show it. So I wanted to show this now. This is a really cool design available on T public and Tyler, who I mentioned has listened to a few of our episodes posted on his Instagram today that he got a phone case with this design. And uh-huh. I just think it's super cool. Uh, it's a twister inspired movie poster. That is, I think it, it, to me, it says, um, it's very much in the style of like the Goonies. Well, I actually was thinking something else that is more recent in Stranger Things. Like it reminds me very much of a Stranger Things set, which of course is very much inspired by the 80s 80s stuff. So yeah, you're right. Um, Goonies type, Stranger Things type movie, um, Twister, poster, which works excellent on a phone case, which is just the way it's created. But, you know, you got Dorothy flying there. You got lightning in the background with the cow. You got Bill and Joe clutching each other from that part of the uh, movie. And I believe that's Melissa screaming <laughs> there mm-hmm. in the middle. The Dodge Ram is there. You got Jonas, uh, Aunt Meg. You got the, the whole gang is represented. So it's very cool. I think the only thing I'm missing is I wish the barn burner maybe was on there. I don't see it. But, um, you know, and, it's, and even using uh, shadows, it says Twister at the bottom. But so. what's even creating those shadows? It doesn't matter. It, and why is, is the tornado lighting, lighting up? Uh, this is art. Don't is criticize art. Radioactive This tornado? is not up. This is, this is a, the sci-fi reboot of Twister. Apparently. It's glowing. But I, I just thought it was really cool when I saw the picture and I saw it was available on Public, So I wanted to pull that up and, and talk about it because I thought it was interesting. Okay. Anything else to add here for episode 10 of Solid F2? No. No, we're done. So join us again in a bit for minute 11, dissecting the movie Twister. We'll be back again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister.
That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more.